This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Behind the Rose podcast. I'm Blake Horseman. Here with me now is my buddy Eric Bradley and the one and only Clay Harbor. How you doing, man? Doing great, man. Happy to be in Denver. Um, had a great weekend here with the boys. And uh, yeah, cause I love it here. My brother lives here, so it's always a good time. Yeah, I love how you're in town all the time here in Denver. It's great. We get to hang out quite a bit, actually. <laughs> I know. It's my second home. <laughs> yeah, really my home away from home. <laughs> and then Joe was in town this weekend. Nice little boys weekend, man. We haven't all been together in how long? Forever. Great boys weekend. It's funny how it happened. Uh, me and Joe went out for a couple drinks, and we're just sitting there. And I'm like, bro, I'm going to Denver to hang out with Blake and Eric and to see my brother. Um, you should come in. We're going to have a lake week. Um, and Joe's like, okay. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. And he booked his flight right there. And the next day, me and Joe... Um, didn't even know if we're on the same flight out here. <laughs> yeah, I got a room together at the at the Ritz downtown. <laughs> Joe pulls up. He's like, I don't even know how I got here. He's like, I booked my flight last night a little drunk. Like, yeah, we had a few tequila sodas in the system. And then um, Joe decides to book the flight. I'm like, he's backing out. I text him in the morning. I go, wake up, bro. And he was, I'm already on my way to the airport. I'm like, no way. <laughs> I, thought was gonna, I thought you both were going to back out, to be honest. Come on, man! I, I did. Uh, I did miss my first flight, but I, I made the second one, <laughs> so we're all good. <laughs> we're all good. Oh, that's great! No, it's good to see everybody. Uh, and of course, we got to catch up and talk about talk about the show a lot. We talked about the show a lot, and I think one of the coolest things. Well, first, let's back up. Let's talk about Clay. So, obviously, the first time we met uh, was Bachelorette, and I remember you. You were the first guy in the house that night, right? First guy in the house. First man. guy in the house. And I remember walking into the house and I'm usually one of the like taller guys, you know, when I go into a room and I walked in and I saw Clay fucking jacked 6'5". I was like, son of a bitch, what am I doing here? Like, God. No, man. First one in the house. I honestly, like I, I've played football games. I played playoff games. I got to say the nerve, the nerves level when you're walking out of that limo and the lights are on. It was way, way higher than it's ever been in a game of football for me. And I was, I was like really shocked. Go, Why am I so nervous? I was going to talk to this girl. And that was the first one in the house. Gave me a little uh, extra time to have a couple, uh, couple uh, cocktails before <laughs> you guys got in. So I got to loosen up a little bit. <laughs> so how did you end up on the show? Uh, it, was, it was pretty random, man. A buddy of mine did the casting. Um, didn't get on the show, but did casting the year before. Didn't make it. And he was out in the city, uh, Chicago. And um, he, he ran into like the lady that did the, the casting and he's like, hey, would you like to come back on the show? And he was dating the girl he's married to now. And he's like, I would love to, but, you know, I'm, I'm seeing this girl and it's like really serious. And I see this one going, you know, going all the way. But here's a couple of my friends. He showed her some pictures to go. Oh, I like that guy. He was who's that guy? It was my buddy Clay. And um, he's like, he's on injured reserve right now for the Saints. I'm not sure if he would do it. And then. Got the ball rolling, man, and it kind of just went from there. Um, did a couple phone calls and went to the casting, and next thing you know, I was uh, stepping out of the limo and going on to break my wrist. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> but also, now that I think about it, I remember your name got leaked before. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because yeah. I remember seeing me like, Clay Harbor from, yeah, some professional athlete, and I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, we're screwed. <laughs> yeah, Barstool. um, <clears throat> Sports Illustrated, everybody was uh, was talking about it. I mean, I didn't think it would be that big of a deal. Like, I was going on the show, and um, I was just like, wow, like, 
people really think that's a that's a big deal. It's like it's. I thought it was just going to be kind of like a you know like a normal thing. Yeah, maybe the local teams that I've played for might like. Yeah, you know, former Eagle Clay Harbor is going on the Bachelorette, but it, it got a lot more um, traction than I thought it was going to be right when it leaked. Yeah, no, agreed. So do you uh, do you get shit now from your old players and stuff that you broke your wrist on uh, the Bachelorette? I do. I, ca- <laughs> I catch a lot of stuff from those guys. Like, dude, like you play, you know, the NFL for nine years, you're stiff arming these 260-pound men, and you're going to break your wrist on Banjo Ryan on the <laughs> Becca's group date. With, yeah, so it was, it was pretty bad, but I'm like, hey, man, you know, any place, anytime, anywhere, you know, you can get hurt. <laughs> hey, man. You never know. So I don't think I've ever actually asked you this, but what? how hard was the decision to leave the show? Because, like, I know I know that you and Becca had a good connection. Like, I yeah. do, and I remember she was into you, and I still, to this day, will die on the hill that you would have made hometowns. I think you would have made hometowns had you not broken your wrist. So how hard of a decision was it for you to leave? Dude, honestly, it was a really hard decision, and... um. I wasn't I wasn't expecting to to make it, and then I finally got the results back of like you need surgery, and then you start talking about the time frame. If I don't leave now, then it might not be healed for like the time training camp. And I'm like, man, I got a few years left. I played a while, and they've been having injuries, but I'm like, I got some time left on the field, and you know, it's how I support my family. And um, like it'd be kind of selfish for me to stay, so I ended up uh, I ended up leaving, going home, getting the surgery two days after I left. I flew to New York. Then the next day, I was I was getting surgery. I had to get two surgeries actually. Wow. So it was yeah, same wrist, two surgeries, and um, it was a tough recovery, man. It still it still affects me. Like I can't I can't bend this thing half as good as I could before. Painful sometimes, but uh, you know it's working. You know yeah. I can still lift and work out and stuff. So I do. You just reminded me of something that a lot of people don't know about you, and that is how much you support you know you support and how close you are with your family and what you do for them because i think that's something you know that's like everybody's got a story if you will but you've got a a pretty remarkable one um yeah like you you know your humble beginnings and everything and where you are now so talk a little bit about that yeah for sure no um so i i was you know my family was is very underprivileged was very underprivileged and i grew up in a trailer with 11 people um you know my mom and dad never graduated high school you know we had a lot of uh a lot of issues with alcohol and stuff, people in our family. And um, for me, I was lucky to have my grandma as a guardian angel, my brother, just an amazing, I don't know where he got it from because he got, I was always getting in trouble. I'd get detentions. I was kind of like cocky on the sports field. The coaches were like, why are you like, I wasn't as refined as him, but my brother, you know, he um, played well. He was a three-sport all-state athlete, got a full-ride scholarship to Missouri State University, ended up graduated with his master's in four and a half years. You know, I followed in his footsteps and everything that he did. We just played sports, uh, three sports all state in high school, got the same scholarship to Missouri State University. And um, uh, yeah, I graduated in three and a half years myself and, uh, you know, went on to be a three-time All-American, three-time first-team All-Conference and fourth-round uh, draft pick of the Philadelphia Eagles, man. It was, uh, it was crazy. And the reason I worked so hard to get to that point was I wanted to give my mom, my dad, things they've never had, you know, instead of my mom living her whole life in, you know, government subsidized trailers or apartments, you know, my dad not having a car driving around. So that's why I worked so hard and I was able to help them out and get them things they never had. And that's, uh, that's really, that was really always my why before kickoffs. I would, I would always tell myself kickoff returns. Like, all right, man, your mom, you know, your mom needs this. And that would always get me psyched up to go that play Mm -hmm. and to, you know, kind of, 
just reckless abandon. You know, this big dude running running down the hill, 260 pounds. Like, all right, man, let's do this. Like, I need this. And that was always in the back of my head. So I don't think a lot of people know that about you. Yeah. Um, kind of where you come from and, yeah, your motivation and everything. And so... Obviously, you are you're a successful. Not was eight nine years. Nine years. Yeah. Nine years. That's a long time for those of you that don't know how the NFL works. Nine year a nine year career in the NFL is successful. That is a long. So the average is what two years, three years, three years, three, three years three is the average. Years, yeah, because they don't want if you get to the fourth year, you get to the pension. So it's kind of a business business thing that the uh, the owners will the guys on the on the cusp. They're not going to sign them back. Yeah. So like that's a lot. So. When you go out, do you get recognized for being a football player or being on The Bachelorette more? I am Clay from The Bachelor. <laughs> Everything I've done in my life, even when I was on The Bachelorette for three episodes, I played nine years in the NFL, three episodes of The Bachelorette. That's Clay from The Bachelor. Oh my gosh. I'm like, damn, this is really how people see me now. This is a guy from, in my whole life, even now, it's like I've always identified as an athlete. Like I'm like in my head. I'm always on this athlete. I think that's going to be me till I die. I mean, like, you get it. You play college sports, mm -hmm. you know. Um, it's hard to kind of let that – when you do something your whole life and you're just that used to that regimen, that structure, and you're an athlete, it's kind of how I saw myself and see myself. It's always funny now. It would be like, you know, hey, there's Clay from The Bachelor. That's wild. That's so crazy. When Eric, you talked about this. Like, you've worked in the athlete, you know, in the sports industry your whole life, and now walking around with, like, a world-class athlete compared to a bachelor people like the difference in like what you see and how people react yeah i'll never it took me a while to get used to that like hanging out with you guys and everything i'm like i can be with like von miller or you know Derek wolf chris harris here in denver and they do not get recognized so but then you walk down the street with beer man blake horseman <laughs> at the time yeah. there's like 200 women around him. It's like, what the hell is going on here? And Why it took me a that? while to get used to that. And it's like, I understand it. It's like that TV is so polarizing. It's yeah. unbelievable. And everyone yeah. becomes like your best friend and they think that they know every bit of your life. And, you know, playing sports and in football, you, you're, you're, you're hiding behind a helmet. Yeah. And nobody sees your face. Yeah. It was funny. My funniest story about that was I'm out, I'm doing a, a deal with, uh, we're doing a thing with Head and Shoulders and I was with, Tyler Cameron at the Super Bowl and we're we go to the NFL Honors Award this is where they they hand out the offensive player of the year the player of the year defensive player of the year comeback player of the year and there's these superstar athletes in there there's Lamar Jackson you know we got DeAndre Hopkins I'm like damn like this is unbelievable I walk in with Tyler and Tyler you would have thought that you know, Leonardo DiCaprio just walked in the building. Tyler's like, bro, he's like, I don't understand. Like, these guys are incredible, like, athletes. I'm just Tyler from The Bachelor. And, like, these people, I'm like, dude, that's hilarious. Like, people are bumping, you know, DeAndre Hopkins out the way to get to Tyler Cameron, <laughs> you know? And we were having, so we had a good bizarre. laugh about that. It's such a weird thing. So, obviously, Bachelorette didn't work out for you. Broke your wrist. Otherwise, I think it might have worked out for you. <laughs> Broke your wrist. Um, we went back to like the real world. We just talked about like how much our lives have changed. Uh, you were going to go on that first season of Paradise right after Becca's yeah. season. Yeah. But you decided not to basically because of your football career, right? So, yeah. So, I get home, you know, and I'm there. Alon, Alon calls me. And I'm, I'm pretty sure he was asking me how I'd feel about coming back on the show after I got my surgery. And I'm like, I got to do some rehab stuff. But like, you know, he's like, well, what do you think about Paradise? And I'm like, I haven't heard anything if I'm getting re-signed or like what's happened. I'm like, yeah, man, like I would do Paradise. He's like, okay, so like we really want to get you on Paradise. Um, 
so um, I end up going through with it. The paradise thing. They bring the the film crew and the producers to my house. We film my whole intro package. We're like walking on the beach in Chicago, the lakefront. We're like doing some funny things. I'm trying to open things like one handed, like spilling a bag of chips. Got my mom on there. She starts crying. She wants me to find someone so bad. And yeah, it was like this this whole thing. And then um, I'm ready to go. Like everything's everything's full, full go, full go. Two days, two days before my flight left for for Mexico. Two days. I get a call from the Buffalo Bills and I get a call from the 49ers and they're both saying they want me to come in for workouts. So I'm like, damn, I'm like talking to my agent. I'm like, what do I do? I was like, told him about paradise. He's like, well, if, if you think you can work out and stay in shape, like, you know, do it. I'm like, so I hit up my physical therapist and I'm like, do you think I could, my wrist would be ready if, if I go in paradise? And she goes, no, she goes, you need to be in here busting your ass every day to get ready to, to go play football. So I'm like, damn, I really wanted to go to Paradise. And um, I call Alon and I'm like, yo, I can't, I can't go on. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a football player, man. He's like, dude, come on, like, just come on for a little bit if you don't find anybody. There's been people asking about you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I, I can't, I just can't. You know, I got to rehab and I got to play football. You know, that's what I'm supposed to do. That's how I make my money. That's how I support a lot of people. I'm going to go play football. So... I don't go on, and me and Joe, Joe always buys me beers every time because he's like, bro, thank you. Because I don't go on Paradise. Then Joe calls me the next day. He's like, dude, they called me. I'm going. Joe got my exact flight in my spot, and he was on the first day of Paradise. And Joe, you know, blows up dancing with the stars and everything. Unluckily, I end up going to my workout, and I had suffered an injury during rehab with my wrist on my, on my side. And I end up tearing my groin. In, in the middle of my workout with the Bills, on the field, the GM, the coach, everybody, workout's going great. I tear my groin. I'm out for six months. I get probably four to five more calls from teams during the year to bring me in for a workout, and I couldn't go. Wow. I go, I'm rehabbing. I can't go. I thought that I might have another chance the next year. So I'm working out. I'm working out. I'm trying to get days like, dude, like everybody's like, we know you're a good player, but like, listen, you got hurt with the Saints. You know, I was on injury reserve there. You know, then you come into this workout, and you, you get hurt again. So it was, it was tough to, to get a look. And, um, yeah, and that's kind of how my, my NFL career ended yeah. with, that, with that torn groin. Yeah, that's why. I remember, I've, I remember the, and your scar on the side. That you yeah, I got a huge scar, yeah, man. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you've seen yeah. Eddie. It's, it's, uh, it's wild because not only, obviously, yeah, Joe should never, Joe should buy you beers for the rest of your life. Like, that dude owes everything to you. <laughs> that's insane. Like, Joe was night one on the Bachelorette for Dancing with the Stars because of you. Oh, uh, he should, yeah. But it's also weird because what if you would have gone on that season of the Bachelor, like a paradise? Was there anybody you had your eye on going into that season of paradise? Or were you just like, whatever, I'm going to go have fun? Yeah, no, at that point, I had, um, I thought that Tia was cute. Mm -hmm. um, but besides, I remember thinking that. And um, no, besides that, I Chelsea, I thought Chelsea was attractive. And uh, those were like two of the girls. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't mind meeting these girls. And um yeah, just not, I, ne I never got a chance to to go on to go on the yeah, beach that year. Super interesting, what your life would look like too, because then you ended up so dating different. Angela. Ended up dating Angela, who I didn't even know about at that time, who um who was on Paradise that year, and who, I mean maybe me and Angela meet, we you know we date on Paradise. True, you never yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's just funny looking back at things like that because it's crazy. We all have moments like that and everything, and then yeah. So going in, you know, after obviously, you were how long? How long did you date? Angela for we did for six six months seven months six, six months seven months. months yeah okay and then 
you decide to go on the next season of Paradise. So yeah, so okay, me and Angela dated for for six months. We broke up for been broken up for four months. Um, I was still trying to get back in football and stuff. And whatever, Angela's an amazing girl. I just didn't want to like lead her on into an extended relationship because I'm like I don't you know I don't think she's my person, you know. And mm -hmm. I I didn't want to you know like keep that going if I wasn't sure of that. And um, I get called by the producers and like hey like, you know we really you know we'd really like to get you back on on um paradise this year and i'm like you know i don't know how that'd be because you know obviously i was dating angela and stuff i'm like no it's fine like just come to uh just come to the casting week you know get all your tests done and you know talk to us about casting and and we'll, we'll go from there so I, I went out there and i did all the the casting stuff for uh for paradise and um yeah next thing you know they're they're asking me to come on yeah and then so they promised you though that Angela wouldn't be on yeah, the I beach. Yeah, I was told. I was told Angela wasn't coming on the beach, but I, I guess I should have known that was uh, yeah. that wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. So yeah. when you were going through the process though to go on that that was that BIP six BIP six. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, you asked about Angela. You're like, no, like, like me and Angela are fine, but like they promised they wouldn't bring her down. They wouldn't bring her down. Did you always have a plan to take Nicole on that first? You got the second date. Yeah, I got the Holy second shit, date. That's right. I got the first. You got the second date. Yeah. So. I remember coming down the stairs. First thing I remember is seeing you, and I was yeah, like, yeah. Uh, "Yes, you know, Blake." So I saw Will's. I'm like, "Great!" Like Will's another buddy. That's where we met Bukowski, all the guys. Um, so I come down. I got the second date, and um, I, at that point, I had a bunch of options. If mm -hmm. if you remember, like uh, a lot of a lot of girls had expressed interest at that point. It it came down between for me. It was between Bibiana, Nicole, and Kaylin. And uh, the girl that I hit off with the best was actually Kaylin. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I want to go on a date with you. And I'm like, I want to take you. And um, I, I didn't know about the storyline that they were, yeah. you know, pushing with you and Kaylin at the time. And uh, I'm like, when I go into the meeting, I'm like, who are you going to bring? I'm like, I think I want to bring Kaylin. I'm like, ah, we, we think it would be good if it was, you know, Bibiana or Nicole. <laughs> I'm like, well, I think I like Kaylin the best right now. Ah, Bibiana or Nicole. <laughs> So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, no it, way would they have let you take yeah, in on that there was date. Not, yeah, Dude, no, no way. Fucking, they wanted her to just be alone Dude, and that stew. that would have changed a lot of things Everything. too. Because you were on the date when I came yeah. home from mine. Yeah. And Kaylin blew up on me. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I ended up taking Nicole. It was a tough decision between Bibiana and Nicole. I thought Bibiana was, was amazing. We had some good conversations. She's obviously very physically attractive. But the reason I ultimately went with Nicole is because her personality was, I'm like, she's just really funny girl. Mm -hmm. Like she she's got that sense of humor. She always makes, I'm like, this will be a good like first date. There was never any like awkwardness with us. And I, th I thought she's an attractive girl. I mean, going to the date, we had a really good date. It was, and it was looking back on the date, it was like this Mexican themed date. So yeah, uh, both Bibiana and Nicole are Hispanic. So I didn't know, like maybe that had something True. to do with it, but I didn't know at the time that's why you know, I mm -hmm. couldn't really take Kaylin mm -hmm. on that date. Yeah, Nicole Nicole was funny. I remember being on Paradise. I was like, this girl is funny, and she's outgoing, and she was, like, laid back for the most part and everything. Yeah. You guys hit it off. Like, I remember being down on that beach and being like, they're really good together. Like, this yeah. is, yeah, this is working out. Dude, I didn't know how funny of a person she was. She's like, yeah, she's, like, really funny. Yeah. She's one of, the, one of the funniest girls I've ever met. Yeah. Really funny. So, obviously, it didn't work out between you two down on the beach Basically, so this is from what, because I left, Yeah. so I missed it all. I like was hearing things here and there when everybody was getting back. But watching it, basically to me it seemed like Nicole wanted to get engaged. And you didn't, but you were willing to date. Is that kind of basically how it went down? 
it seems like that, but um, me and Nicole never talked about anything about getting engaged. We were just, we would laugh, we would joke, right. and we never talked. We said, yeah, we want to see how this works outside of here. We even talked about leaving the beach together, like, earlier on, because it's like, like, why are we just going to stay here? And, like, there was drama with, like, Angela, and, like, why don't we just go do this, like, on our own? And um, the engagement thing, I didn't think was was like for her was like a necessity because me and Nicole were like, it looks like we started from the beginning, but the, you know, she wanted a date with Jordan. Mm -hmm. She wanted a date with Christian. Right. At one point I'm like, dang, like she's picking Christian. I thought like after I, you know, I tried to take her like in, on a that. date and like, she's like, no, I'm gonna stay with Christian. I'm like, well, you know, I gave it a shot, man. Like I think she's more into Christian, but then Christian gets in a fight and gets sent home. Mm -hmm. So then I'm wondering, I'm like, is she, was she really that into me or is she more into Christian? If Christian doesn't leave, is she really going to pick me? And that was like in the back of my head because I thought we were good. I'm like, I wouldn't take another date at the time that she wanted a date with Jordan. I'm like, okay, I'm not worried about Jordan. You know, go on a date with Jordan. Have, I literally go, go have fun with Jordan. She's like, yeah. You know, and then when Christian comes, like, okay, that's her type. He's Hispanic. She's Hispanic. I was like, this could be, you know, this could be trouble. And I'm like, she's taking another date. You know, I just wanted to spend some time with her on the beach. And they're gone for the whole day when you take a date. And we don't get yeah. that many days. Yeah. So true. that was, I was, uh, that kind of made me think and wonder like, all right, what happens when someone else like shows up or whatever? And it kind of got me in my head a little bit and I thought we were good, like taking it slow. And then obviously the, you know, we got all the way to the end. I'm like, Hey, like I'm not ready for an engagement. And, and, um, it came down to like, do you love me? I'm like, I'm falling in love with you. I'm not going to lie. Like people are like, just say it, just tell mm -hmm. her you love her, tell her you love her. I'm like, I'm not going to lie to the girl. I'm like, I'm falling in love with you. I don't take that lightly. If I love you, like, I'm like, we're like, we're, we're getting married, you know, like you're, we're together forever. I'm like, let's date. Let's continue to spend time with each other. Let's meet each other's family. Let's see how we work in the real world when we're working nine to five jobs and when we're not on a beach, you know, and that's kind of like my feel like, let's take this thing slow. Like we only have the rest of our lives. Yeah, no, I I think that's, that's what I got out of it too. I mean, I'm like, I respect you for not caving to the producers and being like, yeah, I'll just say I love her and then I'll get a good edit and then we'll, you know, break up a couple. If it doesn't work, we'll break yeah, up. Exactly. I, I, I didn't want like, you should get engaged. I'm like, no, yeah, yeah. I'm like I, if, if I'm proposing, like we're doing this, I'm not going to get engaged and then end up being, you know, one of the, the couples that just, you know, wait a month or two and then break up just to get engaged and to, to look good on the show. I'm like, you know, it might not be the best look but i'm not gonna lie and do something fake because i'm i'm not ready to get engaged am i gonna take away her like first engagement from her her you know saying yes to marry someone like i think that's pretty special you know so i didn't want to do that yeah 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 and then so moving on to the reunion because obviously there was nicole seemed angry like i don't know if that was just you know the editing or whatnot but she seemed angry now maybe the producers were like you know Clay doesn't love you. Like, you should be angry. He's led you on this whole time, that kind of thing. I'm sure that's exactly what they did. But she seemed angry. So going into the reunion, what were your thoughts? Going into the reunion, were, you, were you, like, scared? And weren't you, like, somewhere else and they flew you in for the reunion? Wasn't that something? I was sailing across Croatia with a bunch of my college friends. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to make the reunion, guys. I'm like, no, you really need to, We need to have you there. You need to be there. So I'm finally like, like, all right, let me just – and I'm, I leave early for my vacation to come to the reunion <laughs> – I go to reunion. I don't know, don't know what to expect. I hear through the grapevine that Angela's there. I'm like, all right, if Angela's there, they're going to probably try to 
like get Angela to say some things um, to me about our relationship. And then, um, then Nicole, like, I'm like, I'm looking forward to talking to Nicole. I didn't think like it was going to be, you know, that bad of a deal. We had texted once. I heard, I heard a couple weeks after the show through the grapevine, like Sydney told Dylan that she already had a new boyfriend. And I was like, wow. I'm like, dang, like, okay. Like I was, you know, I was like thinking like after the show, you're still like, you still have feelings for this, this person. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to try to like reach out and like mess things up if she's got a new boyfriend. So I never did. And that was something she commented like on Instagram. He never reached out to me. I was like, I heard you had a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to get in the middle of that. And, um, and so, uh, it comes to the reunion and yeah, I was like, man, she was like pretty upset. I'm like, Nicole, like, I'm sorry. Like I wanted to leave with you. I wanted to date you. I wanted us to meet each other's family and friends. And I didn't understand what the rush was for like a proposal and, and for all that. And, and that was, uh, I was kind of shocked that it was like a big thing. Yeah. It was like, dude, like I know like people are like, Oh, you're on the bachelor. I'm like, dude, I know we're on the bachelor, but this is real life. Like there's, does everybody that goes on the show get engaged? Like, look at, like, Colton's season. He didn't get engaged. Mm-hmm. Like, look at, you know, Astrid and Kevin. Like, look at all these other couples. It's like, let's date and then see if this thing can work out. Yeah, if anything, that's become more popular now. It's to, like, leave, look at Dean and Caitlin. Like, leave, figure it out down the road, you know, yeah. and then get engaged and whatever, married, blah, blah, blah. So, like, it's become more and more popular, I think, to not get engaged on the show. But, unfortunately, people still expect you to get engaged. If you're in love on the show or you meet somebody, they want you to get engaged. The producers want you to get engaged. They, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of the name of the game, man. And I know there's long days, but, I mean, it was, you know, I was on the beach first day to last day. It was just, like, 20, 23, 24 days mm-hmm. total with them. You know, every third day, we never got to see the girls. Yep. You know, we're, we're locked up until the rose ceremony. And then, um, so you're really only getting like 15, 16 days. There's long days. And you get to you get to get to know the person a lot. But I'm like, let's, let's go live life together. Let's travel together. Let's like do work and like see what happens. And that was my thought process. And I wasn't going to budge on that. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's some, some things I'll, you know, be like, yeah, let's, okay, I'll do this. I'm like, no, like, I think this is really the right thing to do. And, um, yeah, we just didn't see that the same you way. You don't regret it. I don't regret yeah. it at all. I don't yeah. regret it at all. I think, yeah. you know, I, I stand by, like, what's, what I was asking for. Yeah. And uh, if you guys want to watch Nicole's and Clay's reunion, it's on YouTube or something, because they didn't even air it. Didn't air it. So I come, I leave my vacation, I come to the reunion, like, everybody's going to want to know what happens with you and Nicole and everything. I'm like, okay. Like, I'm sure, like, the fans want to know. Do the whole reunion. Doesn't get aired. <laughs> Doesn't get aired. And I'm like, what? I'm like, all right. And um people and didn't even know you were there because people didn't know I was there. And then I like posted a picture on Instagram, like I was at the reunion. Everybody's like, What? Like, where why didn't they show you? Like, I don't know. And um and then they posted on like YouTube or yeah, something like on like YouTube. a fan page. And yeah. I, I watched some of it. Yeah. But yeah. I remember being super upset because you and Chris Bukowski were in the back during my shit they knew we were gonna back exactly. you up man they knew they knew that you two and i think katie katie was like i would have had your back too so they had all three of you in the back so during my hot seat you couldn't be in the fucking stands and i was so mad i was like where's clay chris i was like they would have said something they would have the balls to say something and they ask you know they ask like so what do you feel about like these people mm-hmm. like try to get like take your temperature on like where where you would stand i'm like yeah i think you know you know blake you know kind of got an unfair mm-hmm. unfair shake like you obviously you can see the text messages yeah. like read read it 
you know, it was like, thank God you kept it. I delete a lot of my text messages, man. And I lose my phone a little bit too. So I was like, man, I would have been, you know, SOL. Yeah. But yeah, I agreed. I think, and I think the producers, you know, when they do that, they get a feeling. And then also like, I, I, they asked me about you and Nicole Yeah, and they, you know, they ask about everybody and try and get your temperature and they try to create the narrative for the reunion. And I'm sure yeah. for a lot of people, they were like, okay, but like you probably don't want to take Blake's side because other people are, you know, that and, or they don't want yeah. to take Clay's side because blah, blah, blah. So the reunion, yeah, the reunion, I literally saw you for like 15 minutes, unfortunately, at the reunion. But yeah. I think like everybody thinks you or says sometimes that you got a bad edit. But like I didn't look at your edit that way. Not like bad edit, but like I didn't yeah. think you ended up a monster just because you didn't want to get engaged yeah. after 22 days or whatever it was. The thing I think people was like, I didn't handle the Angela situation as good as I, as good as I should have. I was, I, you know, it was weird for me. Like I wasn't used to that. Like I was on the beach, like when Angela came, I like wasn't expecting it. And then it's like, wow, like I'm literally here. And you know, the beach isn't that big where we eat breakfast, we eat dinner, we're all hanging out together. And it's like, you know, my ex-girlfriend is literally right there dating one of my friends. <laughs> So it's like, it was a weird situation and I didn't think it would affect me because I'm like, I was so over the relationship and I know we're not meant to be together, but it was still like, it's like weird seeing that person, like dating your friend, you're like in the same space, like communicating with like the same people. And that got me a little bit. And then we had a conversation for like an hour conversation. And I was like, you know, I, I didn't want to, that's why we, you know, we only dated for six months. Mm -hmm. Like I respect you so much. And we had this long conversation about why we shouldn't be together. And then I like watched the show and they're like, it said something about, yeah, I work out for four hours a day. I'm like, that's what they took from that? Is I work out four hours a day after this long hour conversation we had, like such a good conversation, like both got closure. And it's like, well, I work out for like four hours a day. Or like Angela said that to me or something. Like, yeah, well, you should work out too or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember the conversation. But I was just like, wow, that's that's what they took from that. Yeah. So that was pretty interesting. Plus, if I, if I remember, her entrance into the show is pretty over the top, coming down that aisle. Oh, that's right. Angel did that like model it walk down the aisle. Very fierce. Uh, did you guys ever see the meme with me and Nicole oh, and Angela? And I was side <laughs> I was I'm like, wow, that is like actually really funny. Oh, I'm like, I can't even say anything. Like, that was really funny. Like, Angela's walking down the catwalk, and, like, Nicole's next to me. And I'm like, didn't want to, like, look too hard. And Nicole's looking at me while I'm, like, side-eyeing Angela. I'm like, this is freaking hilarious. Okay, we got to find that meme and throw it up oh. on the page. Because, yeah. Yeah, I do remember that floating around. That'll be the headliner. Life, yeah. yeah. In real life, it was like this. It was like, but they caught, they caught the exact, like, it was like that. And it was like, wow, that's a good picture. I couldn't even deny. I'm like, hey, props to you guys. Like, that's incredible. That's so a great awesome. picture. Oh, I can't wait to find that. Hey, guys, real quick, I want to talk to you about care of vitamins and supplements. I've been taking these vitamins lately, and I don't know about you guys, but when I go to the store, you walk down an aisle, and there are different vitamins and supplements and all kinds of things, and it can be really confusing. So the cool thing about care of is it's hassle-free vitamins and supplements delivered straight to you. So your recommendations come in daily, individually wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into a routine. You go online, you take a five-minute quiz, it asks you questions about your diet, lifestyle, and health concerns to help address your specific wellness goals. So for me, when I went online and did this quiz, basically it said that I don't take enough dairy, so I have to take some calcium plus vitamins. I don't get enough fruit 
in my diet. So I have to take some B complex vitamins. And then also it says for me, the best kind of protein would be the plant-based protein. So I would get the plant-based protein in the mail, as well as my B complex and calcium vitamins, all individually wrapped for me each day. Care of products are formulated with good for you, clean ingredients that are backed by science. Care of is super transparent about the research and sourcing behind every one of their products with extensive info available on their websites and fun, informative content on their social pages. So if you want to get some care of vitamins delivered straight to you for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code BlakeH50. That's 50% off with code BlakeH50. Go get you some care of vitamins and supplements now. All right, now back to the pod. So do you ever talk to Nicole? No, I um, I talked to her one time before it was before the reunion. It was just like, hey, like, hope you're doing well, like something like that. And we just went back and forth for a little bit. But besides that, um, no. And um, I haven't talked to Angela either. Um, she was on my account for like my enterprise or something, and I was like returning a card a day later, and she got a call. She texted me, she's like, hey, like somebody just called me from like enterprise. I was like, oh, sorry, like, I'll get your name off the account. <laughs> and that's the only uh, interaction I've had with her really? since, yeah. So, uh, that, I mean, that, I think that's usually, you know, we've talked about it a little bit, but, like, a clean break is the best break. Like, when exactly. you start, like, yeah, when you still talk a little, your text here and there, it never works. So, what's, your, what's your dating life like now, man? I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm dating a little bit. I, you know, I tried uh, the online mm. dating thing with, uh, with Hinge, uh, whatever the dating app, and... Yeah. I uh, went on a couple dates from that, and um, yeah, man, I'm I'm enjoying single life right now. I know I'm 33, and my mom wants kids, <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm, I'm just you know gonna wait for the right person. Don't want to make any you know any you know decisions too too fast, you know, and um, right. you know, just go from there, man. But it's it's good, just you know, dating and yeah. enjoying you know the single life and right you're now. In Chicago, obviously. Yeah, in Chicago. Yeah. And you also tried. The 90 day fiance route. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to tell you guys about the talk about the uh, 90 day fiance. Because I know some people were asking me, like, how'd that even happen? Yeah. yeah well, so- I remember I, I saw it randomly and I, I had to like stop and pause and I took a picture. Yeah. I sent it in our group it. chat. Yeah. I was like, yeah. is Clay on 90 day fiance on Monday? Do you guys yeah. know about this? <laughs> so it's really funny how that happened. So this girl DMs me and I, I have no idea she was on a reality TV show. Her name's Fernanda Flores. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea. She and she's me. in Chicago as she's well. She's in Chicago. Right? And we go back and forth. And I mean, just looking at her Instagram, I'm like, wow, she's like a really attractive girl. I don't know anything about her. And I, I couldn't even tell she was a reality TV person. So we're talking like, hey, like my financial advisor, he got me like floor seats to the Bulls game. Like, would you want to come? She's like, yeah. So we go to the game. And we have, honestly, we had a really good date. And it was funny because she she ordered two hot dogs nachos i'm like wow like this girl isn't shy at all <laughs> and, um, and she's just she was funny like attractive girl um great day we go on another date and um you know we kind of like she went out of town for a little bit then i was out of town we kind of lost touch for a little bit and then once quarantine hit we start you know we start talking again and um talking about yeah when quarantine's over like we, i'd like to see you again and um a couple weeks after that she's like hey like 90 day fiance like she ended up yeah, I found out about her show and stuff, and we, we had a lot in common there, and we she kind of understood, like, the reality TV life and stuff mm-hmm. and how that works, and I like that. You know, it's when you have commonalities with someone, it's, uh, you know, it's cool you have something to talk about. And um, she's like, they want they want me to do, like, a quarantine, like, a day in the life, and, like, one of them's, like, a date, and, like, you know, you're a guy, you're the guy I'm, like, interested in, and 
I'd love to date. And she's like, would you mind like coming on a date with me? Online? I'm like, no, like that's fine. They like sent me, all I do is set up my, uh, my uh, MacBook and, and they sent me some food. And um, we had a heart. <laughs> yeah. And we zoomed and we had a, we had a quarantine date, man. And um, did like some salsa dancing, like cool girl. And um, it was fun. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. So we, we went on that quarantine date. And then like once quarantine lifted, we uh, hung out probably one more time. But I mean, she's a busy girl. Like I'm busy and like nothing ever came of it. It was like a very casual thing. And um, I saw like articles coming out like that we're dating. Yeah, like, I saw oh. that too, I'm like, all right. You know, me and Fernanda <laughs> are dating apparently. No, but really, really amazing, cool girl. I'd be open to like a date with her in the future. But uh, yeah, for right now, we're just, you know, just friends. Yeah, but that was that was a fun experience, and I I totally agree with you as far as like commonalities, because yeah. like I mean, especially reality world in itself is just so different, and so like I've had gone on dates where I have to have the weirdest conversations with the girl beforehand. I'm like, you know, like people might take a picture of us tonight on this date, and it might be on last week or whatever, and then I'm yeah. like, you know, so it's cool to do that. So like, have you talked to like any other Bachelor Nation girls? Do you have any you know that you would go on a date with? Like, do you have any anybody like that? Um, I think I think this last season had a lot of uh, attractive girls. Um. What was funny was, I think I told you this story, was I was, uh, so Chris, me and Chris Bukowski are obviously good friends. He spent splits time between Denver and Chicago, and he was, um, it was weird, it was Valentine's Day, but I had, like, followed Kelly on Instagram, Kelly, Peter's girlfriend now, and um, Chris is like, yo, like, Kelly and Katrina want to hang out and, like, go to dinner on, like, Valentine's Day. I'm like, cool, like, that'd be really fun. Love to go to dinner. I think Kelly very attractive girl you know mm-hmm. and um so like that was like a week before so leading up i'm like excited it'd be fun to go get drinks and just have fun you know fun date with chris kelly and katrina and um an hour before the date kelly cancels and i was like dang like that that kind of sucks like i was looking forward to it but you know whatever i end up hanging out with my boys on valentine's day which is fine <laughs> it's always fun so uh you know, Kelly starts dating Peter. I remember when they came to Chicago, when everything got leaked, I ended up meeting up with them at the Chicago lakefront. It was me, Kelly, Dustin, and Peter. And I'm like, wow, like, I had no idea, like, they were talking. And I'm like, dude, you guys are really out on the lakefront. You don't want to be seen, like, in Chicago. Like, that's tough. But, um, so, you know, they start dating, and, um, like, we played tennis a few times with Kelly and Pete. My buddy owns a tennis academy in Chicago. And um, over quarantine, we would go. We're socially distanced. Mm-hmm. And we'd all play tennis. And, um, you know, got to hang out with Kelly and Pete a lot. Love them. Um, Kelly's actually pretty athletic. She was a good tennis player. She was, she was beating Pete. I've heard Pete. that, actually. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that she's pretty athletic. Yeah, she was beating Pete. But then Kelly, which this kind of upset me a little bit. Kelly's like, Clay, like, you know, I love you. Like, you're such a sweet guy. And, like, I'm like, yeah. Like, she's like... Um, I want to tell you this, blah, 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 like, but you shouldn't, you can't get mad about it. And I'm like, okay. She's like, well, one of the producers called me like after the show and was like, Hey, like we know you're from Chicago and we know like Clay, Clay Harbor lives in Chicago. And we just want to, we just want to warn you, don't hang out with him. Like, don't talk to him. He's not a good guy. And I'm like, the producers literally like went out of their way to, call this girl and to warn her and tell her I'm not a good guy and not to talk to me like what is going on I have friendships with all these producers I thought these people were my friends Mm -hmm. and really you know like honestly I I would have thought that this certain producer was like like a really cool like I spent a lot of time with her and um when Kelly told me I'm like what 
I'm like, I really, I really liked her. And like, she was yeah. like, we had some heart to heart talks. Yeah. That's so frustrating. Cause I know how that feels obviously. And you know, it's just like, they, they, they want their, that narrative, man. And they'll, they'll even move their strings along even outside. Like people think outside. that it's just, yeah, people think it's just like on camera, but no man, it's everywhere. I can't. And I'm like, who knows how many times they've done that before yes, or to I'm other saying. people. I'm like, I didn't realize that was a thing where they would like go to the outside. Okay. It's your show. Yeah. I get it, but this right. is life. This yeah. is like our life, and you're like coming out of your way to badmouth me. Yeah, and like I'm like what? Like I've had great relations with these people. I thought I spent a lot of time with them, and um, there's not one producer. I was like at the time, I'd be like, you know, we I just don't like them. Yeah, and then right. I was like, wow, apparently they don't have the same view of me, which was which was pretty tough, and it was tough for me not to say anything. But I'm like, I told Kelly I wouldn't say anything to it. But you know, hey, it's yeah. been some time now. Yeah, so. exactly. I was saying, well, now, yeah, Kelly yeah. doesn't give you know. Kelly and Peter yeah, are awesome. Yeah, you know, they're happy oh, and my gosh, doing yeah. their thing, living yeah. their best yeah. life, man. Exactly. Yeah. So, is there anybody though in Bachelor Nation now? Like, is there anybody that you would like even consider? Because I know it's been weird because there wasn't a paradise this year, so like we no didn't paradise. get to see, yeah, you know, a lot of the girls and stuff. So, I mean, is there anybody at all? Well, I thought um, this girl's in a relationship right now, but like watching Peter. I, I mean, I haven't got to meet any of them, but like Sydney, yeah. I don't know if you remember her. I do. She's a good yeah, girl. From yeah. a She's Peter gorgeous. season. I'm like, wow, that girl is like unbelievably attractive mm -hmm. and um, I'd like to get a chance to meet her. But besides that, like, I mean, you really have to kind of meet people in person, totally. like see them to kind of see if you would vibe with them. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they're honestly, Peter's season to me was physically the most attractive season I've ever seen for any bachelor or bachelorette. Um, like there was a lot of good looking girls, but I don't know. Like I haven't met any of them. Right. So, and isn't Sydney dating a football player now too? She's dating an all pro yeah, like football player. This yeah. guy's like, he's the, he's like really, I like know. Yeah. I know him. Like I have mutual friends and I was like, wow, like that guy's he's about to sign a, pro a huge Bowl, contract. Right pro now. Bowl yeah. linebacker, man. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, speaking of football. Uh, you almost, you were basically in the XFL. Yeah. You were basically in the XFL. Yeah. Tell us about that. So the XFL came around, um, and like I said, I got hurt during my um, my NFL career. I'm like, am I gonna, I'm not going to be able to play anymore. People think I'm hurt. So here was my thinking. I'm going to go and I'm going to play four games in the XFL, maybe half a season, if I do this and show people that I'm healthy and I can still play at a high level and I'm, I'm still capable of doing this. And um, – I did the first tryout, but then the draft came around. I'm like, dude, like, what, what, why am I going to do this? And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to put my name in, in the draft pool. So I don't. Mm -hmm. Halfway through the season, they come up with, um, they hit on my agent, like, yo, like, we remember Clay worked out with us. Is there, um, is there a chance you want to come out here for this tryout? And he hits me up. I'm like, I've been working out hard. I'm like, yeah, let's go do it. And I go to this tryout with all these players, and I, I felt like I was 22 again. I was cooking, man. I was routing people up like you wouldn't believe. And I'm like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go play. If I can play like this, like I can get some tape out there and get back in the NFL. So I ended up signing with the XFL, how it works. You got to sign with the practice squad and you got to play in the practice squad for 10 days mm. before you can sign with this team and play the opening week. So I had played nine days on the practice squad. COVID hits and the season's over and I don't get a chance to step on the field. Damn, man. So, I mean, practices was going well. I'm catching a lot of balls. I'm feeling good. And I was, I was actually, like, pretty shocked. I'm like, wow, man, my body is, is feeling good for, like, being, you know, 33 and yeah. having a number of surgeries and injuries. I'm like, I felt like I, there was nothing wrong with me. Damn, man, that's got to be frustrating. So close yeah. again, dude. Yeah. Well, that was Dallas, right? Dallas Renegades, yeah. Yeah. 
Damn, man. So are you still hopefully maybe going to look at it? Come The Rock week? just bought the XFL. I, know, right? I haven't that... heard anything, man. I'm staying in shape. And, I mean, that's a possibility. I still feel good. I know I'm getting a year older. But, I mean, if they called me, if The Rock's like, yo, Clay, do you want to come on the XFL? <laughs> I mean, like, I smell what The Rock's cooking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm coming on. <laughs> anything The Rock touches right now just turns yeah. to gold. Dude, yeah. Like, yeah. And I can do the people's eyebrow. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, come on. That's awesome. I've met The Rock a couple times. He used to work out in our uh, our locker, our fitness facility in oh, really? Philadelphia. So yeah, man, I would probably do it if they hit me up again. Right now, I don't got much going on. You know, um, yeah. been talking to some schools about doing some consulting with with coaching and you know and some uh, some fitness things. But besides that, you know, I I still have time to to train and and to I mean, I could I could play, man. Yeah. No, I think you could too. I think you should try out. No. Dude, on that football date, people don't know Blake. Blake was catching balls, tackling people. They didn't show any of it. He broke his finger on that date, but I had a bigger injury obviously. But is that he, the pinky injury? Yeah, the pinky's got still crooked, man. The dude broke his finger. I was like, dude, Blake is an athlete. I remember leaving that game with a couple of things. One was fuck Blake, broken wrist. Blake can play some ball, and two was a broken wrist. <laughs> yeah. No, that why, like, that wow. date was wild. I so people ask me about that, and I'm, they're like, "Was it like as full contact?" I was like, "It was full contact. Like we were going so hard at each other, man. It and was we unsafe. Had, Blake, man. we had hockey pads on. <laughs> I didn't have cleats. You had hockey helmets. Yeah, on we too, didn't right? have cleats. Yeah, we had like tennis shoes. Dude, hockey helmet. Hockey, dude, helmets. hockey helmets. If we wanted to, there's probably some kind of a. A lawsuit oh, there. Oh God, yeah, dude, it was so. And um, we did the Oklahoma drill. Do you remember what? when I got Connor? <laughs> yeah, you hit Connor. We did the Oklahoma drill. And Clay's like, I've been in the league nine years, and we don't do this That's anymore. Banned this is more dangerous. Dangerous. That's yeah. banned nowadays. That's banned nowadays on all levels. I go, this is more dangerous than anything <laughs> yeah. I've ever done in the NFL. Well, that was my favorite drill in high school. <laughs> no, there was it was, in Oklahoma, it was one guy running to a line of nine guys. I go, what? Are we doing? <laughs> I remember that line because, like, I've, this is the most dangerous thing I've ever done on a football field. Now I played in the NFL for nine years. My mind was blown, man. <laughs> I <laughs> thought we we're gonna do some some like flag football, and, like yeah. these LFL people. <laughs> then they pull out these hockey pads. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Are we really doing this? Oh, and all and, of us are so competitive. Like, and we're, we're dumb enough to actually go through with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm gonna play quarterback, and then like a couple of the proofs, like, dude, like, yeah. go play, go yeah. run, like, dude. And then like we're losing. So that like, last, right. that last run was dope. Like it was <laughs> sick, dude. You went like 80 yards, fucking stiff arming people, spinning. I was just yeah. watching. I was just like, yes, go. go that was go. fun, man. That was a fun that day. Was but besides time. the whole, you know, broken yeah, wrist broken thing. Wrist. <laughs> You know. Oh, good times. Good yeah. old bachelorette. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, uh, anything else you want people to know? Like, what are you working on now? Do you got anything in the works? You just... I do. I host a fitness class in Chicago yeah. every Thursday called Fitness at the Park. We have a non-for-profit, me and uh, two trainers, and then Dustin Kendrick from Hannah Brown Season. And um, we're just giving back to the community. We, we give back to uh, three different local charities every Thursday. We charge oh. 10 bucks to come. We don't even charge. It's a donation. You can come if you don't want to donate. And um, yeah, we're just we're just we we go to different parks in the city every every week. We go to the south side, we're going to the west side, like we're going to different areas, and we have such a diverse like makeup there. And we're just trying to like bring the community together. Me and Dustin were just hanging out, drinking wine one night, and we're like, dude, let's do like a fitness class outside, and like go to different parks, different areas. It's like when all the racial tension was going on and stuff, mm. and we thought it'd be cool to do something. And people are struggling to get into gyms. Gyms are closed, and we can get outside and get some space. And the first class, we had twelve people. Me and Dustin were like, well, you know, we we put it on some Instagram, and like we're like, not that many people showed up. But the people that did were like, dude, that was so much fun. 
Hmm. You know, we didn't have, it was just us. It was us and a trainer. You know, next thing you know, like fast forward our last week, we had 150 people. We have a DJ that volunteers. We have a bunch of supplement companies that sponsor us and just give out free supplements, free meals. We have, um, man, it's just, it's such a good vibe. You know, we're averaging 150. We have trainers asking weekly to do it. Um, it's just, it's just been wow. a really good thing. That's and, awesome. How long yeah. has it been going now? It's, uh, since like, like three months. Wow, man, that's awesome. It's Maybe grown that much. You got like yeah. sponsors and stuff? Yeah, I got sponsorships and stuff. Yeah, man. Wow. So it's, it's been it's been really good. That's pretty cool. And what's yeah. that called again? Fitness at the Park. Yeah, we're on Instagram. Come yeah. follow Fitness at the Park. Um, and if you're ever in Chicago, even if you're just visiting, like come by for a workout every Thursday. And we have a running talks with a couple of uh, big warehouses to uh, to do it when it gets cold. Oh, yeah. You know, cool. so we'll have some space and we'll still get to keep going. It's a good cause. It's a yeah. fun time. You know, you can be social. You can wear your mask. You know, you can socially distance and um, it's a really cool thing with really good music too. Fitness at the park. I say we we're talking about. We're gonna come out to Chicago sometime. And I definitely want to come out. Yeah, come out next weekend, man. If you guys yeah, want. I think say yeah. no Colton. Yeah, this no, weekend. Yeah, 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 whatever it is. Yeah, so yeah, fitness at the park. And then where can we find you on Instagram? Clay Harbs eighty two on Instagram. Fitness at the park on on Instagram. Yeah, and um, cool. Yeah, sounds good, dude. Yeah. Speaking of Clay Harbs uh, Instagram, just want to touch on on this post from this weekend. Oh yeah. So obviously all the boys took a picture on a horse. Yeah. And uh oh, yeah, well Jordan picture, Kimball yeah. uh chimed in. Yeah. Uh, none of these none of these boys will have your back. What the hell did he mean? I, <laughs> Where I was think, he going with this? I don't know. I think Jordan's just looking for uh for somebody to respond to him, man. He's just yeah. looking for something. But I think he's going back to like paradise, like when he got in a fight with Christian. Nobody told him to do that. Yeah. Like when he got in a fight with Christian and ends up getting kicked off the show. Um yeah, dude, nobody, nobody told Jordan to, like, go fight Christian. In fact, I think it was the opposite. Yeah. A lot of us were saying, I'm like, don't dude, go Jordan, over there. <laughs> do not go over there and do this. And he did, yeah. and he ended up getting kicked off. I mean, honestly, he could have, I could have been sent home a lot earlier, you know, yeah. if he didn't do that, which is yeah. this crazy thing. Like, that's another thing. Like, how yeah. different is it if I, you know, if Christian gets a rose and I don't that night, so. Yeah, yeah I think it was just Kimball being Kimball, because I was shook by it, too. I was like, I don't know yeah, what like, that what means Yeah, like, what are you talking about? Like, we're cool with him. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, dude, I like, thought I was yeah. cool with him. I don't know where the hell that came yeah. from. But, yeah, maybe he was just trying to get engagement or something. It's yeah. been a while. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, cool, dude. Uh, yeah, anything else you want to chat about? I think we covered it all. Hey, man. Also, I think, just because, obviously, uh, you've been to the Grizzly Rose a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is your favorite memory that you've had at the Rose since you've been going yeah, you there with us? Dude, we've had, like, we've had some great nights at the Rose. I remember the night it was me, you, it was us three, Colton, um, Bukowski, oh, yeah. Colton's dad, mm-hmm. yeah. and um, I don't know who was playing. Yeah, was who it, was playing? Was it a... Oh, uh, if you give me a second, yeah. I'll, I'll remember yeah, that. Yeah, and that was right after Paradise. Yeah, it was a great concert. We like got together with the guys. It was like the first time yeah. after Paradise, and we like all vented our own like situations and it's like guys that really understand where you're coming from. And then obviously everybody's been in that same situation. Mm-hmm. And, um, that was a really fun night. Yeah. That was a good time. Yeah. I wish. Yeah. I don't know who played there, but that was, yeah. that was a great night. Yeah. yeah. Rose is always a good time. Mm-hmm. Rose is always a good time. So yeah, if you're ever in Denver, go check out the Rose. For sure. Yeah. The so, Rose is yeah. one of my favorite spots. It is. It's a good time. That mechanical, it was my first time riding a mechanical oh, yeah. bull when I was at the Rose last time, man. got you rode the mechanical yeah. bull. I still got that video. Maybe we'll post that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, some good memories there. Great yeah, memories. Great memories. Lots more to come. Yeah, exactly. Well, cool, cool. I appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, of course, thanks man. for taking the time. Yeah. And yeah, obviously, we'll see you in Denver next time you come out, out all the time. So Yeah, sounds good, fellas. Thanks.
Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, and give us all five of those damn stars. Behind the Rose is recorded on site at the world famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. See you next time, Behind the Rose.